Fall is here, there's a chill in the air, and the Anomaly Film Festival is right around the corner. It's November 8th through the 12th at the Little Theater in Rochester, New York. Check it out at AnomalyFilmFest.com. It's the fifth year of showing the best in independent genre films, action, sci-fi, horror, dark comedy, and really whatever else that you wouldn't get a chance to see on the big screen. It's Anomaly Film Fest at the Little Theater, November 8th through 12th, AnomalyFilmFest.com. to another special episode of Behind the Glass, Beyond. where we now call it Beyond the Glass. <laughs> I'm Richard Cologne, and we have Kwaje Donnell and some on? special guests in the building. Yeah, what's up, Nick? Uh, a little bit. Got a little stuff to announce <laughs> and get going and hopefully get a good turnout. Yeah, what's, uh, what's life been like since um, your time in the gallery? Uh, hectic and... Not so hectic at the same time. A lot of, a lot of time on my hands to just chill and do nothing, but been doing a lot of like background planning and meeting with different people, helping out some other, you know, younger photographers and stuff. Awesome. But definitely more community type stuff. Do you feel like some of that came from your time in the gallery or you feel uh, like you're, yeah. you're on that trajectory anyway? Yeah. Cause I mean, I was probably on that trajectory, but like you guys definitely boosted it quicker with like, I, I mean, awesome. Matt over here, Matt Vanderlei, uh, he invited me to my first show, which was at the Chop Shop, yeah. Frank's Chop Shop, and which was right after yeah. you it was left our right, gallery, right, 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 right before, yeah. right before, right? Before. Yeah, 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 like yeah, he invited me, yeah. and then I ran into Richard on the street, yeah, and then like two, three days after that, May had opened up, and they were like, "Hey, you want May?" And I'm like, "Yeah, but what about yeah. her time then now?" Yeah, we, yeah uh, Nick and I literally were on the street shooting, and he was like, "Hey." Are you Richard Colon? I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> Richard <laughs> on the street." I was like, "Yeah, unfortunately, I am." Yeah. <laughs> And so we just walked around. Then you say he bit. noticed your forehead first. He was did. That, yeah. He said that's like a, a five head. Yeah, it was a five yeah, head. Yeah. He's like, yeah, like, I could. I saw it the, the Yeah. So, <laughs> so you've got a couple of things. Yeah, you've got Literally. a couple things going on. Then that's yeah. Cool. Then he took some pictures of me, yeah. and while I was walking away, and yeah, did whatever he wanted. Yeah. Did whatever he wanted with those. And yeah. So yeah. And um. So now you're curating this show coming up in November, and. You, we actually are part of that also, Kwaje and I, which is pretty awesome. And we also have mostly Nick, though. Nick is doing yeah. a lot of the heavy lifting, which right. is kind of cool. You have a lot of stuff that you've been sharing with us, and you know, we've been in a way helping a little bit, but you've been really uh, uh, the, 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 the strong arm of everything, man. And you strong have a lot arm. of stuff in That's front good. of us that we have, <laughs> and it's been great. You also have Matt Vanderly here. Um, and hey, hey, what's up, man? Do you want to tell everybody what you do on Rochester also? Because you also have a, a, a little things, a little thing, a lot of things that you do also in uh, the art scene here in Rochester. So why don't you tell a little, a little bit about what you do here also? Yeah, I mean, uh, my name is Matt Vanderly. I am an artist and a curator and a art educator and a art handler. So I, um, I come from education. You know, and yeah. I'm kind of like I started as educator. Yeah. yeah, started as an artist, uh, became an art educator, then became just an educator, and that kind of um, I don't know, man, I missed art too much, and so I got drawn back into it. Um, I think that part of um, that experience as an educator really drew me towards this idea of um, 
creative facilitating. So I did, I found myself doing a lot of that, you know, I found myself doing a lot of um, helping make shows happen, helping make workshops happen. A a lot of the stuff I did was um, at the yards. I did things like um, we had a program called Art Talk. Right. Folks would come and bring work and we talk about it. And a lot of that um, bleeds into the kind of artwork I do. Um, I sort of define myself as a, a community-based artist. And what I mean by that is um, I kind of, you know, all, all artists draw inspiration and, and have reference and inspiration. And for me, a lot of that comes from just being active within a community of artists. You know, it's kind of like... Um, can't make the magic happen without that piece you know right and so i found myself in this role of kind of like helping make things happen and and helping put up exhibition and right. just kind of being the guy like when when it was like oh gee golly gosh we need some help with this be like here come hey, yeah i'll do it you know and um, <laughs> show up with a hammer and nails right. ready yeah, to roll for real. yeah you know? and and you know that's my that's my background um, yeah. i spent a lot of time uh making large relief works working with found objects mm-hmm. i um one of the biggest projects I did was I lived in New Orleans for a while after uh, Katrina, and I worked with this nonprofit organization called the Green Project, and I had this pretty incredible opportunity to kind of rehabilitate their space using all found stuff, using all like reclaimed stuff. Um, oh wow! The Green Project it was very similar to um, Green Innovations. To okay. be honest, you know, it was the same right. idea of it's not quite a Salvation Army, but it's about materials, it's about supplies. Right, it's awesome. So I had this experience where me and a bunch of friends just kind of like put a whole uh, kind of community center gallery together using stuff we could reclaim. We um, uh, gathered like old cypress wood, you know, mm-hmm. that was from houses that were, you know, affected by the storm. And we gathered up uh, different kinds of found metals and, and we made a floor out of, like bleached paper and, and we did all this stuff and um we ended up making the only all ages music venue in new orleans um that was almost 20 years ago now so i'm not quite nice. sure how they're doing now but um that really that that practice of kind of seeing like what art mm-hmm. can do on the ground really um mm-hmm. inspired me and that idea of who does art serve mm-hmm. who's art for why do we make art right um it really is kind of informed my practice so right. Which almost ties into what um, what Nick is doing right. when you talk about who art serves. Um, Nick, and I think this is kind of cool, right? So here is Matt in front of you who, um, you know, puts you on the wall really for the first time. Yeah. And then, you know, the two of us, and then now you're doing your own solo show and you kind of said, hey, I want, you know, some folks that I trust to, to be around me and, and help me through this process. So talk to us a little bit more about Thanks to the streets. Yeah, so it's literally me thanking people who I have communicated with, ran into, helped me out, just done photo walks with, mm-hmm. and then street artists, graffiti mm-hmm. artists, because most of my stuff or a mm-hmm. lot of my stuff, you know, steps around that. And mm-hmm. that was where a lot of my, you know, all right, crappy day, let's go find some art. And mm-hmm. then, then uh, mm-hmm. wandered into the chop shop one day and, haven't left and then mm-hmm. they approached me or like hey we got some dates open if you want to do a gallery go ahead and couldn't take it for myself because i'm not that type of person so i was like all right let's get try and get some of the artists that i've taken pictures of their stuff let's you know bring the thanks when it went over november he was like november was open i was like oh, all right thanksgiving it's a good time for like a thanks so it's literally just thanking everything and 
this one goes well, hopefully open it up to more, you know, in future, you know, make it, try to make it national, get whatever in here. And we got some artists. I got one from, I think he's in somewhere in New York City, sending something in. Nice. And then uh, just kind of going from there. I think what's cool about, um, you know, the kind of this uh, trajectory for you and, you know, we take photographs of similar, uh, the same, kind of the same vibe. Right. Like we enjoy like those, those pieces that people maybe are walking by or like, oh, it's junk, but it's not, it's like, you know, someone did it and it's right. kind of cool. And going back to Matt's point of, um, you know, just who is art for. Right. And so everyone can't get into a gallery space, but they could see some gallery level shit on the streets, right. uh, which I think is, is really cool. Um, what is it like, what was it about, you know, the, the street scene, the, you know, these tags that, you know, pulled you in? Uh, well, I was always like a street kid growing up. And then I dropped out of school when I was 16 and started working and just worked nonstop for the last 20 years. And then uh, my knee gave out finally the rest of the way. And I was like, all right, I need something. I was like, let's go back to the streets. Let's see what's going on in the streets these days. You know, noticed the subway was half taken away and little things like that. Just visited old places I used to go. And I'm like, all right, there's some names that are still up from back in the day let's you know explore these options and then just started meeting people and then i'm like all right i'm not in such a bad mood anymore yeah what's um what what can folks expect um in this show so up the entire month of november right yep, it'll and be Frank's. up all, all of november and then uh there'll be some photography um there'll be some other photography potentially from some actual you know people that are out doing tags they take pictures too. And I'm like, well, why don't you show some of that? Um, basically just a lot of graffiti type stuff, tag type stuff. There's going to be probably too many street signs. So mm -hmm. I was going to Matt, say, Matt's going to have fun. We're physically bringing out. some of the streets into yeah, the Yeah, physically. <laughs> Any I'm, anonymous I'm trying, artists? I'm trying to, um, yes. Yeah. Good. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's like, like the best you know who they are, but on the wall, right? right. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it, I think what's kind of cool about um, the street scene is you could be sitting next to someone, standing next to someone, having this conversation, and then you know, months later, you find out. And I'll use the example of uh, No Fun Zone, mm -hmm. um, like mm -hmm. popped into my show, right? You know, peeped a bunch of things. We had this great conversation, <laughs> left. I looked down at the guest book and it said No Fun Zone. I said, Who the hell wrote that? <laughs> I was like, that's kind of weird. And then later in the day was tagged in something. And I was like, wait, like we just had this whole conversation. Like we should have talked. And they're like, no, yeah. that's not the, that's not yeah. the vibe. So it's kind of cool to be able to move. That, uh, in that, that, that way. actually is one of the anonymous artists that will be in the yeah. show. So. Which there is awesome. Awesome. Is there something about uh, the street culture of photography, graffiti that, that you don't like about it? That. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't really thought that too deep into it. I'm not really a deep <laughs> thinker. It's just I see things I like. I'll take a picture of it gotcha, and then gotcha. deal with the consequences that may come of it later. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I go out to street races. I We're trying to premiere me and uh, Vic could have worked with mm -hmm. dude, cinematographer. We shot a video. We were in a bike life ride, like a street ride, and then things got a little hot, you know, mm -hmm. within news and stuff. So we've held off on the video, but we're thinking about premiering it at the gallery. Okay, okay. I have something I don't like about it. Go for <laughs> um, it. Go for it. I don't like how hard it is for artists who are graffiti artists, are um, skateboard 
skateboarders mm-hmm. and artists who kind of engage in that community. I don't like how little opportunity there is for them to exist within an art economy. Yeah, mm, I think yeah, the superhero is. title is, you know, I think the superhero thing is awesome. I think mm-hmm. the anonymity is cool. But I don't like how many of those artists end up getting drawn towards... I sort of think of it as, I don't remember what comedian said it, but there was a comedian who once said, um, you know, you're a comic, you learn how to do stand-up, you master it, and they're like, okay, that's cool, what else can you do? And I sort of feel like street artists are put into that same box, where they've engaged in this sort of thing that, you know, I know it's for cloud, it's for like, you know, getting your name up, it's for like doing the all-terrain thing, but it's also, you know, it's an active pure expression that's sort of removed from the established venues of the academia, the, 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 the world of like the gallery scene and getting represented and everything. So what I really love about a venue like Frank's is that Frank's from my perspective is someone who's curated a couple of shows there and has hung work there and a couple, installed, installed some things <laughs> Every there. month, Avenger, Avengers level <laughs> curation. <laughs> I, I mean, month, I, I, I curated this month, but a lot of times... Awesome, awesome of, show, by the way, that's know, still going on right now. Sure. Spooky shit, go yeah. see it right now. Yeah, month I got a October. piece there. Co-curated with there. Luda Bagley and Rivka Simcha, the Velvet yeah. Noose. Great um, stuff. Really appreciate all those guys. And I mean, I'll tell you, you know, my business is Hungwell Art Services, and part of that bir- Great name. business, thank you, um, get, get inspired, literally I woke up um, on January 1st of last year and was like, Hungwell Art Services. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Good shit. But, um, you know, they've got, Frank's has a, Frank's has a story, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's not just a barbershop that had some extra wall space. It's, yeah. it's got a history in New York City, it's got a history in LA, it's got a history... Yeah. In Japan, and it's got a history as a place right. where sort of the streets and art and the culture of barbershop meet. Mm-hmm. And um, it's always been a place that's more about um, right. the culture yeah. as right. opposed to just getting a nice haircut. Yeah. And I think Corbin and Graham were um, very aware of that when they started it mm-hmm. and have been really cognizant of like, how do we... How do we include art? How do we include community? How do we include hip hop? And how do we include the streets in the in this place? So that we're making something that's for the city, for the culture, and not just, you know, I, I mean, galler- galleries are tough, and galleries in Rochester are tough too because we mm-hmm. and and I don't know, man. You guys tell me where they are. If they're under the table, somebody pull them out. But we don't we don't have a lot of um, we don't have a lot of. Uh, What's, I, I don't even know the damn word. I think what's so cool beautiful. about the, the gallery scene, and I mean, I, gallery is a you know, kind of a loaded term, I guess. Um, but I think what's cool about Rochester in terms of art is that other places are willing to step up to provide spaces. And I think that, you know, it, it's not, yeah, it's not the MoMA, but, you know, it's at the coffee shop where people are going to get coffee. So they could look up and, you know, I mean, that's where Richard had his first show at Ugly Duck, um, you know, or Fuego or uh, Mellow or, you know, all these other places, you know, the stuff that, you know, the Yards is doing is fantastic. Uh, and there's other folks that are, I think, trying to come online and say, I've got a wall and I want to tell a story and I want to give people the, the opportunity. And I think what's, you know, yeah, there is a handful of like gallery, gallery spaces. But, you know, sometimes, you know, 
you yeah. got to make your own way, which I think, you know, yeah. folks appreciate about Frank's. When Frank yeah. started having these shows, people are like, well, we're going to a barbershop yeah. to see a show. Yeah. Um, do I have to get a cut too? It's like, there's no admission. There's no, you don't have to get a shape up before <laughs> yeah. you go and check out the work, which is kind of cool. And I've seen some really cool um, yeah. stuff up there. And I'm happy that, you know, Frank's, uh, you know, kind of gave the opportunity to, to Nick to trust him and, you know, Matt kind of jumping on and saying, you know, uh, I can hang these well, uh, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> for sure. That's for the sure. brand, baby. So, uh, Nick, uh, Nick and Matt, what do you guys want people to take from the show after they leave? They come in, they see what's there. What do you want them to take away from your guys' show? Uh, for me, it's more like just showing you can take a risk and it might pay off. True. Like, I was nobody two years ago. Right. Just throw your stuff out there. If it sticks, it sticks. If it doesn't, try a different way and get to where you want to be. How, do, how does it feel at this point now having been, you know, in, in a couple galleries and doing that? Because um, it's kind of striking when you said, like, hey, I wasn't, I wasn't somebody, but, you know, you're, you're who you, you are who you were then. Right. But now with, you know, there's a community building around what's going on. Right, right. The, being the, able the, to be it's part confidence of, building for everyone around, not just me. It's anyone but being involved. a part of that, right? Yes, yeah, it's great. It's got to be really, it's interesting when you contextualize it like that. Like, hey, I'm more me than I was yeah, before yeah, because, 100%. because I've got now the opportunity to help showcase others and be showcased. It's yeah, right. changes give, your mindset. Give, give some people a chance that you may have not given a chance to before. Yeah. Kind of exciting to actually be bringing yeah, that to people too. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I think my goal with um, exhibitions and, you know, Nick and Nick invited me to be a part of this one and I appreciate that, but it, it's usually the opposite. Like I, I'm usually, I'm usually presented with a space and I look at that space and I ask kind of like, what's the community around this space and how do we embrace that community? Um, I will then look for curators who reflect that community or represent that community. And then my goal for any show is to just to try and make the Rochester art scene a little bit more healthier, a little bit bigger, a little bit more interconnected. Awesome. All right. Yeah, so um, I think what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come in back and uh, you know finish off with, hey, how do you find this show? How do you get there? So we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Welcome to the world of Punches and Popcorn, where we dive into the bone-breaking and kung-fu-kicking world of martial arts cinema. Join us on the path as we explore a new movie every episode, discussing the history, fighting styles, science, and more from a broad range of fight films. Everything from Bruce Lee to John claude Van Damme to John Wick. There's plenty of room in our temple of couch potato style. So listen in and subscribe to Punches and Popcorn on your favorite podcast app. With our episode, and we're just going to swing it back over to Nick, and he's just going to let us know where we can find uh, more info on Thanks to the Streets. Or any shout-outs, too. Yes. Yeah, also shout-outs and thanks for the people you know behind the scenes on um, this uh, awesome show coming up. Yeah, so it will be at Frank's Chop Shop, what is it, 127 East Ave, the first Friday of November, which is the 3rd, uh, at six, uh, 6 to 9 p.m. And then... Again, it'll be open all month of November. Yeah, all, all of November. So anytime Frank's uh, Chop Shop is open. Yeah, if you want a private curation, give me a call. We'll work it out. 
Yep. And then uh, you can find all the information on my Instagram, Rock Street Photo, uh, pinned on there. And then uh, had a uh, friend, Austin, uh, do some design work. So we got some stickers and yep. pins. From Project Peace Love. Shout yep. out to yep. Austin. He did yep. that. He'll be doing that again this year. So if you got something to put in that, look for that coming out soon. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, that's about all I got. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Matt, do you want to shout out anybody? or? Yeah, I mean, shout out to you guys for having me. Shout out to Corbin and Graham for awesome. Great, facilitating great the space. Yeah. Awesome. Um, shout out to KK at the Yards for always holding me down. Um, no doubt. Shout out. KK. Yeah, man. Um, Christina Kaiser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> OG Kaiser. And I guess, you know, um, I'm just happy to be here. And I mean that um, in the... the the entire art community of Rochester, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I feel like I spent a long time similar to what Nick was saying, um, kind of going through the paces, living life, making sure my 401k was getting good, you know, stuff like that. And it took me a long time to sort of refine uh, my path, um, which has always been, you know, art exhibition, making things and being a part of a community like this. And I'm just really grateful to everyone in the last year who's been supportive of that mission. Awesome. That's awesome. Yes, this is, yeah, this is, this is great. I mean, I'm really excited to keep on learning more about, you know, this extended community. That's, um, that's, I think just exploding over the last few years, because it's not just, you know, behind the glass, it's all this extended community that's been growing. And now with everybody getting this chance and now starting to do their own thing, it's really exciting. So, uh, you know, for anybody who's been on the walls and wants to come in and talk about what they're doing next or what they're interested in right now, or even just do a little monologue about something that they're thinking about, uh, make sure to reach out to Richard, Quadje, or myself, and we'll have you over. We'll do something remote, walk around, do a little photo walk and record. So a lot of opportunities to, you know, bring your thoughts to the people uh, through beyond the glass. <laughs> um uh, Richard, uh, Q, anything else before we close out? No, oh, January 5th reception. Please come through. Support all the 2023 alumni of Behind the Glass. Awesome. So this has been another episode of Beyond the Glass. We'll be back next time. Enjoy the streets. <laughs> this has been a presentation of the Lunchroom Podcast Network.